Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special holiday episode. I'm going to do my best to keep it short and sweet because, you know, it's a holiday season. But I wanted to hop on here today to talk about why all the relational shit comes up during the holidays. So first of all, today is Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and I hope whatever you're doing, however you're spending today, is a beautiful, loving, warm vortex of love. I also wanted to do a quick reminder that all the mini courses are 50% off over at the Legendary Love Academy until January 31st, so use the promo code HOLIDAY2020 all caps to get in on that, especially if what I'm talking about today rings true for you, where there is some drama or relational stuff that comes up during the holidays. One of the programs that I have is called Spotting and Stopping Emotional Manipulation, and it is a great support system. Uh, It's full of tools full of insights, revelations to support you in unhooking from all of the drama or the relational shit and moving it towards a more cohesive and embodied and connected experience for everyone involved. So head on over to legendaryloveacademy.com and you'll find all of the courses there. All of them are 50% off with the promo code HOLIDAY2020 and that is until January, not January 31st, I don't know why I said that. Well, maybe I should make it till January 31st, but for now it's for up until December 31st, not January 31st. (laughs) Here's my holiday brain happening. All right. So let's dive in. Why does all the relational shit come up during the holidays? Well, it's usually one of two things. One, there's a big opening of love and generosity that happens at this time of year and trauma imprints. So we'll start with the opening of love and the vortex of love. So during the holiday season, there is a spirit of generosity that's generally flowing through the collective. It's a really heart opening, warm energy. It expands us. It drops us further into our body, further into our emotions. There's that warmth of generosity and kindness and love, and it can begin to melt away some of the armor that we might naturally just carry with us throughout the year. So it helps to start open, opening all of that space around the heart and around the body that might naturally be there given our own trauma or our own pain, our own wounds makes sense. And so when we have that armor, it does prevent us though from connecting deeper, but it also protects us from pain. So we can see that there's, you know, a good reason why it gets developed And given that we are all wired for connection, especially to the people who matter most to us, so this can be family, it can be friends, it can be a partner, and when we are starting to feel like the swirling of the season, so that opening of generosity, starting to crack us open, maybe melt some of those defenses, it also starts to illuminate this desire for deeper connection. And that can feel 
really vulnerable, especially if we are not aware that that's what's happening. And so we can feel the desire for deeper connection, but also the vulnerability of that. And then we can just kind of shut down, shut off and be like, oh, okay, there's some you know, traditional fights that we tend to have in this family system or in my relationship, these imprints that are, are just kind of ritualistic for us. You know, on Christmas Eve, we have a fight about, you know, the shortbread cookies or whatever it is. And so we know that if we can kind of move into that territory, what's familiar, kind of pick the familiar fight, then it will kind of curb those feelings of vulnerability that come naturally when we open in generosity and when we open in love. And so this can be a really complex thing because we're starting to see this push pull within ourselves of like our own desire for connection, to be known, to be loved. And then the reality of some of the armor that might prevent the connection that we want, but also you know, protects our pain and our fears and our hurt and, you know, the very real experience of being engulfed or abandoned. So the armor, you know, plays a role, but then also this deeper desire is there. And so when we find ourselves in the holiday season, which is, you know, in the winter for those of us that it's in the winter, for, um, we can really start to attune to the energy of the season, which is, you know, we're more heart open. We're thawing out some of those crunchy parts. We're swirling in the energy of love and the season of winter is slower. It's more introspective. It's reflective. So we can combine that energy of the opening of love, generosity, and kindness. And then we also see that anything that's incongruent with the love, generosity, and kindness that's swirling within us or within our family system or within our relationships is going to come up for review because that's what love does. Love will take, you know, and put us in these positions where we start to experience everything within us or around us that is incongruent with the essence of love. It'll bring it up into our field of awareness And it does so as an invitation to not only understand ourselves deeper and create more intimacy with our own system, but it also is the invitation to, you know, letting other people in to our world, to creating more harmony and more generosity, more connection, more love with the people that we value most. And so when we get into let's say we go home for the holidays and we get into these familiar holding patterns with our family system and we are re-experiencing similar fights over and over and over. Part of that can be that those fights, there's something in there that is incongruent with the essence of love. And every time we go through the fight, it's always an opportunity to excavate that gold to bring up those parts that are incongruent with love and understand them, work with them, deal with them, and ultimately integrate them. So every family system 
has a bunch of this stuff just simmering under the surface. And then when we get to the holiday season where maybe everyone's in close quarters with each other, we're kind of outside of our normal routines, which can already be a bit of a recipe for shit hitting the fan. And then we add on the energy of the season, which is the introspection reflection, but also the energy of love and generosity and kindness. Well, then now we start to see like, oh, I'm having this really conflicted experience in my body. I'm noticing my desire to connect and then the impulse to disconnect. And every time that we have habitual fights within a family system or a relational dynamic, it's a way for us to disconnect because for whatever reason, that dynamic is feeling either violating or too vulnerable. And, you know, it's a way to keep ourselves protected. And, you know, as we go down these paths of pleasure and connection and love and relational success and bliss, we have to be aware that there's going to be stuff within our own system that is incongruent with the dream or the desire that we have. And that's not a bad thing. That's a very human thing. And it's just about coming into contact with the parts that are incongruent with our dream and diving into the deeper needs, the deeper relational needs that we have that are associated with a reoccurring theme, a reoccurring pattern, which also plays a part in, you know, if there are trauma stamps in your relational systems or your family systems. So a lot of people can have trauma around the holiday point in time. If there was ever know, an experience that was, you know, not so expansive, not so loving, not so generous that happened in your family line that will be imprinted in the psyches of the people in your family. So what humans do sometimes is we'll recreate similar environments or circumstances as a way to try and repair the original hurt or repair the original wound. And so in family systems, we can see this happening where a lot of the time it is a trauma stamp. So you can literally be having the best time ever. And then the body remembers that on this day, at some point in time, things didn't go so well for you. So now we need to go, it's like the switch gets flipped and now we need to go into protection mode, which sometimes looks like picking a fight, you know, oh, things are too good right now. They're too connected and we can't trust that. So we need to, you know, blow it up. We need to, you know, pick a fight. We need to disconnect. We, you know, need to give that glance of disapproval or that tone that communicates, "Mm, I don't like what you did there. And all of a sudden we suck all of that sweetness that's been cultivated through connection. And we bring it back down into the original trauma imprint of whatever that original pain or wound was. And then we recreate it over and over and over. But what happens in most family systems or most relationships is that there isn't awareness that this is happening. It's very automatic. And so when we get hijacked and it's automatic like that, all of a sudden we're just lost in 
this game of protecting ourselves, more armor, more armor, don't connect, don't connect, and then we miss the sweetness. We miss the opportunity to repair. We miss the opportunity to connect deeper and get curious about what is this actually about? And when we start to like unfold the layers in our family systems, which inevitably inform our romantic relationships and to a degree, our friendships, we start to see like, oh, maybe I have a trauma imprint or maybe my, my partner does, or maybe my parents do, or my caregivers do, or someone else in the family system does. And then we can start to piece together, oh, well, maybe there's a good reason why this is happening. You know, I can set a boundary and really reinforce like, okay, we're not going to do this thing that we normally do. And this is how I'm committed to changing it. So this happens in my family system. It happens in a lot of my clients' family systems where we start to see like, oh, there is this unconscious imprint there of, you know, we can't trust the sweetness of the season or we can't trust the closeness because at some point that closeness is going to be ripped away and that will feel so painful that it's easier to barricade off in advance before we even move into that super vulnerable territory than it would be to go into that territory and have it taken away. So when that happens, we can be pretty sure that there's a much younger part of us at play. So it's usually our inner child or maybe our inner adolescent or inner young adult who lived through something that was terrifying or scary for that point in time, it overloaded our system. And now as adults, that imprint still exists in the body. And it really is an important thing to recognize that until we connect with, you know, the parts of our bodies that are signaling attention to us, that we might keep, you know, pivoting and experiencing this, you know, trauma imprint over and over and over. So if you're listening to this episode, there's an invitation here to just take a a general look at the experience of any trauma imprints in your family line, in your system of origin, whether that be with your parents, grandparents, caregivers, aunts, uncles, like we want to look and see, is there anything that happened in their experiences around this time of year that might have their bodies gripping, that might have their systems be tensing up and bracing for impact. Because if that's happening on a subconscious level, chances are we're going to pick their, well, they're probably going to pick a fight and we'll be off to the races. But if we know that about them, we don't have to take the bait. Just because someone wants to pick a fight with you doesn't mean you have to accept the invitation. Just because, you know, your one of your parents wants to act in a disapproving way or a sibling or your partner doesn't mean that you have to subscribe to that dance because you don't. You actually can choose to relate differently in that moment. And that's what helps to start pivoting into the domain of love and generosity and kindness, which are overarching themes. 
So the more love we pour in, the safer it becomes for the system to, you know, explore what the roots of those imprints might be, explore the deeper needs that might be at at play there, and then also declare our desires. So if you have, let's say, a partner or a parent or a sibling who generally likes to pick a fight during the holiday season, we can connect into our deeper desire. My deeper desire right now is to be connected with you and to have a really beautiful holiday season. I've noticed that we have this pattern over the holidays of having the same reoccurring fight. It doesn't feel good to me in my body and it really conflicts with the desire that I have to be connected with you, to know you, and to create really beautiful memories with you. And I'm wondering if we are able to explore that together. Now, I'm guessing that there's something that you need or that you desire that is at the root of you know why this happens. And I'd love to explore that with you. I'd love to know what it is that you are really needing from me. And if I can provide that, I will. If I can't, I'll provide an alternative. Because being connected with you is important to me. Most of our inner children need to hear that from time to time, especially when we're about to go into a trauma loop that's stamped in time, you know, on the yearly calendar. And just for the record, like these trauma timestamps can happen at any point in the year. I noticed this years ago, I dated someone who had lost his dad and around that time of year where his dad had passed away, he started to disconnect. And the first year it happened, I was so confused. I'm like, what is happening? This doesn't make any sense. Like he was so good yesterday. And all of a sudden it's like, he's a different person and he's totally pulling away and doesn't make any sense until I learned that that was the day that his dad had passed away. And so that's, that was my first experience of that. That was probably about 15 years ago that I had the relational experience of watching that in my partner. And since then I've noticed like any time that there has been any traumatic experience that's happened in my system, like whatever season of the year it was, and sometimes right down to the day it happened, there will be an activation in my system that's completely unconscious. And it's not until I brought this awareness to myself and been like, hmm, is there a good reason why this might be getting flared up right now? Like, has there been any point in time in your life where you experienced something really challenging or hard or painful in and around this, you know, period of time or this date? Because if you have, there's probably a lot of that material that's running under the, under the surface. Cause the body is like, Oh, we're coming close to that time. You remember that time that something really bad happened and it'll have you brace for impact. So that can happen a lot in the family system. It can happen a lot in your romantic relationships. It can also happen in friendships. And so this is just a relational issue. And when we are able to connect in to the innate innocence within ourselves and the innate innocence within the people that we love, 
we can stop getting hooked into taking it so personally when things come up. And, you know, I'm not suggesting that this year, you know, with two days, you know, before, you know, you see, I don't know why I just said two days, but because today is Christmas. Um, But when we have like those imprints, when we are in the holiday season with the, the people that we love and we're getting imprinted ourselves or maybe they are with these memories of times gone by when things have been a little bit crunchy or painful or traumatic, then we can soften and we, you know, don't have to deal with all of it right this minute. You don't have to unpack everything in your family system or everything in your relationship on Christmas day or the holiday season. Like that's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is pay attention this year, pay attention to those imprints, collect some data, be a good little researcher. You're a relational researcher. You're a pleasure researcher. So part of pleasure researching is also noticing where pleasure gets blocked. And anytime that we have some of these relational issues that we sweep under the rug for like 51 weeks of the year, um, it's important that we just collect the data first. And it's so much easier to set things up in a much more proactive way when we know what we're dealing with. But going in just like Uh, okay, I know this happens and I'm going to try and deal with it and do it different this year without concrete data can be a bit challenging. And it also can be a bit overwhelming for your system. And you might get kicked off kilter if someone in your family system, your friend circle, or your relationship pushes back. So we first want to just collect the data and then we can work with that material throughout the year. So we can get really clear on what is happening there, why is it happening, and what preventative measures can we put in place to ensure that that doesn't happen, which often looks like having a conversation before you go home for the holidays or before we go into the holiday vortex and setting some expectations. And I've talked about this a bazillion times on my podcast, on my Instagram you know, in my courses, like this is, you know, a very important thing to remind ourselves of. And we can really explore the nuance of what it is that we need, what it is that they might need, and really what is the overall intention for, you know, bringing this to the surface? Are we bringing it to the surface so that we can torment each other? Probably not. We're probably bringing it to the surface because we have a desire to be connected And this is something that's interfering with that connection. So we don't have to deal with it all this holiday season. You know, 2020 has been a really intense portal for a lot of people. So we don't need to throw on that extra expectation of you need to clear all this up before the new year or you're fucked because that's just not true. Like we can do the data collection this year. And because 2020 has been such a whirlwind in many, many ways, we might actually be a lot more present to those trauma imprints. We might be more present 
to those armored bits. We might be more present to the ways in which we habitually disconnect from the flow of vulnerability, connection, and love. And that's really, really, really important so that going forward, we can start to make more proactive plans. We can start repairing those relationships, maybe not in the heat of the holiday season. And for a lot of us, we might not actually be going home for the holidays. We might not be spending it with the people that we normally would. And so it gives us an opportunity to reflect on, hmm, what is the usual overtone of the holidays? And where do we generally get tripped up? And when does this happen? And so we can get a lot of juicy data. And once we have that data, we can now go into, all right, what are my underlying needs and what are my overarching connection desires? And then, you know, when we go back into those relationships or into the family system or into just those close quarter dynamics, We can bring our boundaries. We can communicate them in advance. We can let people know what's okay, what's not, what I'm willing to participate in, what I'm not. And I'm more likely to stick with it if I have a better understanding of what's happening within myself and within the family system or the relational system. And the reason that I'm not encouraging you to (laughs) to unpack all of it, this family or this family, this holiday season is because it can be really uncomfortable to set a new precedent, one that's rooted in realness and honesty and truth. And it can upset the dance of the family system a little bit or the relational system when one person is like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. And at first we can kind of come at it from a little bit of a more guarded, harsh, like, oh, I need to really protect myself. And it can be a little off-putting for people. So if we just collect data this holiday season and then we work with that, and I will definitely be working with all of you in exploring that through the podcast and there will be some new offerings in the new year opportunities for coaching and connection and all that stuff. So we can really dive into the nuts and bolts of that throughout the year. And then you're set up for next holiday season. And so we want to make sure that if we are going to be the one that is, you know, changing the dance, that it's anchored in our truth. And so truth is very open. It's fierce. It's loving it's not cruel, it's not judgy, it's not blamey or accusatory. And so it, it can take a little bit of time to kind of sift through that ourselves and practice our approach in a really safe container and then take it to the people where, you know, it matters most. And we really do want to ensure that if you're going to be an activator for truth in your relationship systems, that you have the anchored connection and confidence and just self-connection to be able to stand in that even if it upsets people. And you know, when we have our own internal game plan, it's so much easier to navigate that discomfort of being disliked temporarily because we know we're not being abandoned. We know we're not being rejected, but it's just part of the reconfiguring of a new dance. 
but that takes time and it takes, you know, that inner connection and the somatic connection in our body to be restored in order to really be able to go in and do things different. So if this is not the year to, you know, stir things up, clean them up, restore the flow of connection and love, that's okay. And what we'd want to do is just collect the data. Now you might be in a place where you are ready to, you know, change the dance, in which case lead with love, connect into the very real reality that anyone who is participating in the holiday drama fest or these, you know, fighting sort of imprints that can happen, they're not doing it to be malicious. Most people are not doing it to be malicious. It's an automatic response rooted in a trauma timestamp. So connect into that first and it'll allow you to maneuver with compassion and remind people like, I know that this doesn't happen because you don't love me. I understand that there's probably something way deeper going on that I don't quite understand and maybe we'll be able to unpack that together. But I just wanted to let you know that, you know, the way you spoke to me just now doesn't fit or no, I'm not going to, I mean, this year we're not really going to holiday parties, but you know, that can be a source of tension too, where everyone has these expectations of what each other is going to do. And then, you know, we're our own people. So sometimes what we need or what we're available for conflicts with someone else's agenda and that can cause some turbulence. This year, we're probably not running into that because, you know, we're, we don't have a lot of options in terms of going out and holiday partying. Like it's just not happening this year. So it's a really wonderful time and portal this year to explore what are the things that generally trip us up in the holiday season, both me personally. And if I go home with my family, what trips us up in that dance, what goes on relationally and maybe in a romantic capacity, what goes on relationally in a friendship capacity and just get clear on what those dynamics are and whatever we don't address this year directly, that's okay. And we just want to put it into our intention to explore in the new year. So that will give us a, a nice slow pace to unpack all this stuff and, you know, to really start building the skills and the confidence and the connection and the safety within our own system to be able to, you know, bring all of those things that are underneath the metaphorical rug out into the open at a pace that is honoring and respectful to not only your system, but the system of everyone involved. And, you know, there's, there's so much that can come up for people around the holidays, especially when there is sometimes that pressure to give in a financial capacity. And so that can bring up a lot of shame for people if, you know, that's not where they're at or they don't have the capacity to give in the same way. So again, like we just want to be so tender with each other and compassionate because when someone gets hit with that shame, you know, we're not going to get the best of them. And chances are like there might just be some new agreements 
that your family system or your romantic partner or your friendship circles can make around co-creating a holiday that is really rooted in truth. It respects everyone's limits and their boundaries, both financial, emotional, physical. Like we really want to take all of that into account and create in a really conscious way, which, you know, rituals, tradition have such a beautiful place in our experience of being human because they can help to really rev up the excitement and really anchor in these moments where we can connect with each other in really meaningful ways. And so when we bring more intention around the emotional and psychological pieces at play, we can just open up the door to those experiences being even more connected, even more loving, more generous, and in a way that has everybody's system be at ease, which for me, and we'll hear this on next week's episode, my intention for 2021 is ease. That's the word. That's where I'm flowing. That's where I'm going next. So, you know, this is a preliminary conversation to support you in ushering more ease through not only through your holiday season this year and however you're celebrating spending the time but also really anchoring and pulling that through into the new year so that we can start to really heal some of these primary relationships that are so important to us and understand how complex all of these pieces are like people aren't just being assholes just to be assholes most of the time There's usually a lot more to it that if we seek to understand not only ourselves and each other, we can open that storehouse of goodness. We can open that storehouse of intimacy and connection and truly knowing ourselves and each other, which is so magical. There's so much pleasure. There's so much love that's available when we start to maneuver in our relational dynamics from this place of more conscious intention, conscious creation, and understanding what trips us up, what the needs are underneath it, and ultimately what our heartfelt soul desires truly are. So we're going to wrap it there. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas and a happy holiday, you know, just for being in the holiday spirit and the holiday times. And I will have a New Year's episode next week. And as always, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, write a review, let me know how it's landing. I love hearing from all of you. It brings me so much delight and so much joy. And I am wishing you all the love, all of the sweetness in these unprecedented holiday times. And I will be back with you next week for our New Year's episode. Lots of love.